You know what? What we don't realize, you know, I remember that first encounter we had down at uh, Cedar Canyon. I mean, it was there that first one. Okay. When it started, and I want you to know there's been a lot of lives touched since that first encounter. And I just want you, any of you that went on this trip got anything to add to this? Come on up. Last, the one we had before this, I got in trouble because I had half the church body as a team. When he countered got mad get, at me. You didn't get in trouble from <laughs> I didn't me. Get trouble from, no, I didn't get in trouble from you. But uh, so we kind of throttled back a little bit and let, uh, kept some folks here. But I want to tell you what, we had, uh, I can't remember, I don't even know how many encounters we've worked over the years, but I cannot recall an encounter that was so focused and intent. Uh, the deliverance was absolutely mind-boggling is how the, the magnitude of how people got set free on this particular encounter. And uh, Jimmy, uh, Dee Dee, there's several here that were there that could probably give you better testimony than what I can because they were at the tables and focused on what they were doing at their tables of the individual uh, the, of what happened. But the overall, the exchange was received so well. And uh, the ministry team, we had a ministry team that was there from Dallas. They had about 12 of their people, of their ministry team that came up for us to teach them how to take this back to Dallas. And uh, for what our church body does, we are right online with what God has called us to do. We are to teach people about the exchange. And that's exactly what happened this last weekend. Uh, those folks came, they received, and now they're going to take this back to Dallas and just blow that place apart. They plan on coming, having us do an encounter or two down there, and uh, just to carry on what God has called our body to do. And uh, I just want to thank each and every one of you, not on my behalf, but just for being obedient to the Holy Spirit and, and praying and sowing into that encounter because I know each and every one of you did. And uh, to know that God did what he's supposed to do. I mean, God did what God does what he does, and it's because of we're obedient to his calling on our lives. And, uh, oh, Jimmy, you got anything? There were a lot of words. Dee Dee, y'all got anything done in? Justin, Arlene? Yeah, share that with them. There was a gentleman there that had had severe back pain, and we walked in with a cane, couldn't sit long, limped real bad, and when the deliverance started, he headed up the hallway toward the kitchen, and I thought, and he kept saying, I can't believe this, I can't believe this, and I was thinking, uh-oh, he's not receiving this well, I better go talk to him and help explain, and, and he started running up and down the hall, and I realized that he didn't have his cane, and what he was saying was he couldn't believe that he was healed through deliverance, he was physically healed, and he never picked up that cane again all weekend, never complained of any pain, didn't limp, didn't limp yeah. 44 years he had had that cane. 44 years he had, he had depended on that cane, dropped it, and started running up and down the halls. You know, that's why next Sunday night, guys, is so important. See, just because we got the exchange does not mean we don't need deliverance. That's right. I'm telling you. And that's why you can't get to the place where you leave deliverance behind. Because as long as we're in this world, we're going to get dust on our feet. And the scripture says that dust is the serpent's meat. And so, you know. In Acts, it says, 1038, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power. He went about doing good, healing all that was what? Oppressed of the devil. So deliverance and healing are hand in hand, and there's never been a time when Christians need healing more than now. 
So deliverance is not just to get rid of evil spirits. It's for healing and deliverance. Both. And that, that wasn't even during ministry time. That was during deliverance time when we were going through Master. Nobody touched him. Nobody go. did anything. It just yeah. happened. It just happened. And stuff that I don't, I don't even, there's too many to even mention for all weekend long how, how many people got touched like that. Uh, when we started, mm. the Lord said that this would be a hallmark meeting. Hallmark <laughs> means a new kind of being, the first of, of many, but a new order. And that's what it was, and he forgot to mention Dude. that... Um, the, that ministry team from Dallas wanted to go uh, back to Dallas and take the encounter, um, how to run one, to minister to homeless people. And you know, the more I thought about it, a lot of people are homeless because they've been hurt and wounded and they've just lost hope. Yeah. And they have no direction. You know, they're just kind of... Um, uh, sitting there like a bump on a log. You know, they, they don't have any directions. They, you know, they just hurt and life just hadn't treated them well. If there's anybody I know that needs uh, deliverance to get a, get direction and a new perspective and healing their life, I suspect it'd be homeless people. That's just my opinion. Amen. And we saw God move uh, back and forth and stuff, so uh, it was it was very good. And the Lord had a, somebody blow a shofar and when they did, God gave me an interpretation of the shofar. It was that there'd be a clarion call would go forth uh, to far off places out of that, um, that meeting. And um, seeds with that, those words and that call, seeds would go with them and would be planted in, in far places and um, and hungry hearts would be fed and something else but anyway you know like in the gospel we talked about uh, the disciples well they said it thundered and Je- or, or it lightened and Jesus said no that voice was the father and, and it means th- what he said was this is like one of those things One of the things the Lord showed me in our chapel time before we started that thing was this was going to be an encounter of new beginnings. And um, kind of goes along with what Jim just said, you know, not just for the new people coming in, but for the whole team and for maybe the encounters as well. I don't know. It was going to be a period of new beginnings. And um, I'm just going to share one testimony of a, of a guy that when, when we first got there, he was one of the first ones there. And um, I sat down and talked to him, and he said he he was, uh, I don't know, how old was Jamie? Probably in his 20s, somewhere. Yeah, probably mid-20s. And uh, he had just walked up, that week he had walked up to the ark, the place where we have these things. And his mom had encouraged him to go, because he would kinda, had gotten to the place where he was kind of to the end of himself. Things were going bad in his life, and he just didn't know what to do. And so she encouraged him to go, and there was somebody out there mowing the lawn. I assume it was probably Ricky. And Ricky led him to the Lord that day. And so he got there Friday night, and he was, and, and then told him about the encounter, and I guess paid his way or whatever anyway, got him signed up. And I could tell there was kind of a glow on him 
right then. I mean, he was already um, excited. He was wanting to be there. He didn't know what to expect, but he was excited about being there. And we, you know, I'd seen throughout the the next day, the, the Saturday after the talks and stuff, and he'd be outside and he'd just be sitting there, kind of sometimes by himself. And I'd go up to him and say, you know, is everything all right? And he just was like, yeah. He said, I'm just trying to soak it all in. And that night, after the 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 deliverance part of it, we had kind of a ministry time and a prayer tunnel where people were praying on different ones. And anyway, he was going through this prayer tunnel, and the Holy Ghost hit him, and all he could do was just yell, just ah, just yell. And he would he was yelling at the top of his lungs, and it wasn't really. I think he was just so overcome. I mean, you can tell it wasn't. He wasn't trying to fake it, and it was the Holy Ghost hit him, and he was just yelling. And he got through, and I was just sitting there watching him. He got through, and he was kind of over um, talking to some guys. And he, and he really wasn't talking to anybody, but he was just his eyes were just huge. And he was just like, what is this stuff? And he just kept saying that, oh, what is this stuff? And it was, it was, it was the Holy Ghost. It was the spirit of power. And um, finally, finally, you know, he just, and, and, and then after that, he just was saying, I'm free. Just over and over, I'm free. And so, you know, that's, that's what's awesome when I see that. You know, and God does that in us, but, man, it's, it's, it's neat. Good. There's one more guy that uh, come up and received the Holy Ghost. And I said, have you been prayed for? Oh, yeah, I've been prayed for to receive the Holy Ghost. And I said, well, let's pray and, and ask God. And he started singing in tongues. And, and he was, I guess, a little offended, a little mad at God, because his tongue didn't sound like other people's. But the first initial evidence of his baptism in the Holy Ghost was singing in tongues. I know some people give the right leg for that. (laughs) And he he got mad and left. Oh yeah, he because he thought he got shortchanged or something, because you know? he wasn't like everybody else. And then he went up to the room for a while, about five minutes. He come back. You know, he was uh, quite humorous. With who? Oh, uh, well, y'all know Lori Wilburn mm-hmm. Morris. Uh, have y'all ever seen the movie Avatar? Uh, most of you probably have. Well, at the end scene, when uh, the life passes from one to the other, and the the exchange the old for the new, I know that movie doesn't have anything to do with God, but there's some prophetic things in there. And at the end, th- this one lady had—I'll spare you the details—but they're pretty graphic. Uh, things that had happened to her in her childhood, and she'd been dealing with this for 40 years of guilt and condemnation of devil telling her that she's not worthy of being set free and issues with the dad and anyway, just horrible. And, uh, she lived with that. She had been overweight her whole life and had a, had a gastric bypass surgery. And in, in every attempt to just overcome the world, just telling her she's not worthy of anything. And she was at rock bottom, had a husband that just beat her down and didn't do anything to glorify her. And, she got set free and released unforgiveness towards her dad. And uh, it was one of the most unique deliverance. I happened to be the one ministering to her there, and it was one of the most unique things I'd ever seen. Uh, Lori's talk that she gave was just absolutely phenomenal on emotional trauma. And most of y'all know Lori's story and what she's gone through. 
And uh, Lori had several disclaimers on her talk when she gave it because she said, now, understand this. The people I'm about to mention, I have forgiven. <laughs> and she just goes on, I love them. Jesus loved them. And uh, just know this before I tell the story. And uh, anyway, through the story, during deliverance, God, God told me to go get Lori. He said, Lori, lay down here. Just this lady was laying on the floor, and she was going through a lot of deliverance. And Lori lay down here and put your head to her. So they were laying head to head on their back. And uh, when Lori laid down there, because Lori has such a just a vibe about her, and the Holy Ghost just pours through her everywhere she goes. She laid down, and you could actually see sparks from Lori to this lady. I've never seen that before. You could wow. see the sparks go from her head to to the other lady's head. And for about 10 minutes, there was just a holy download that took place. And it was just like at the end of Avatar. And me and Cecil were standing there, and God gave us Avatar at the exact same time. came to our minds, and we looked at one another, and both said Avatar at the exact same time. And that's what happened. Life went from, and it was just, God just kept pouring into Lori. It wasn't depleting her. It was a double portion into her, into this other lady. And then there was an interpretation that came out after that that God gave Lori. And she said, what it took me 30 years to go through, to work through, you just got in 10 minutes. And it was an amazing thing to see that restoration take place right there with that lady. And that was just commonplace all weekend long. God did stuff like that all weekend long. Before deliverance even started, he was doing stuff like that. Yeah. So it's supernatural from beginning to end. It's supernatural. That's the secret of Christianity. You don't got anything? That's all I got. All right.